We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the uncontested post-game edition. I'm your host for the evening, Jacob Niffin. The Thunder beat the Portland Trailblazers 123-121 on the back of a game winner of yours truly, him Duncan, himmy Carter, him Kardashian, Shea Gilgis-Alexander with the game winner tonight. Before we dive into all of that, We are proudly a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and DailyThunder.com. If you do not already, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a five-star rating. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok. Also, on any one of those social media sites, go drop us a little line. You can tweet at us. You can send us a DM, whatever. Tell us your favorite uncontested moment from this past calendar year. Could be a post-game. It could be something we tweeted. Uh, It could be some of our media that we've uploaded. It could be something from the draft coverage. Just send us your favorite uncontested memory from this year. We're going to choose our favorite on Christmas Eve and send you a code to get a free uncontested shirt from our online store at Cotton Bureau. There is some fire designs over there, so you definitely want to get in on that. Woo! Folks, chat's already hopping. You guys get those comments, and if you don't already, make sure to sub to us on YouTube. Join us on these live shows because they are a blast. I love digging through all the comments that you guys post. Incredibly fun. We got a lot to talk about, a whole lot to talk about, as this game just was incredible. I got some big takeaways. We're going to do a game breakdown, and then we're going to really dive into some of my analysis I'd love to hear what those of you watching live think as well. So please get your comments in. I will get to all of them. I promise. My big takeaways from the night. Number one, big time Shay. Big time Shay. We're going to talk a lot about Shay. You got to talk a lot about Shay. Hey, also, whoever was at the peak tonight, not the peak. Oh my God. The Paycom Center. God, that was a blast from the past. The Ford Center. 
the Paycom Center that was wearing an SGA OKC hoodie, one of the uncontested own SGA OKC prints. Shout out to you, man. So big takeaway number one, big time Shay. Takeaway number two, make the free ones. OKC had a lot of free throws tonight. We're going to talk about that for a bit. Big takeaway number three, everyone pitches in. It's not a really well-rounded. I mean, obviously, Shea, like, stole the show. Really well-rounded game by the Thunder. Takeaway number four. And I got four tonight. Kenrich the Mechanic Williams. If you follow us on Twitter, you saw I called Kenrich. I said if he wasn't a hooper, he would be a mechanic. He looks like the guy. You know the LeBron meme where they, they got him in the my man in the do-rag with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth and says, well, I got to fix your muffler. Going to run you about 350. That's just what Kenrich looks like. My man just looks like a mechanic. He's also a mechanic on the court. We'll talk about that as well. But first, we got to dive in to a play-by-play, not play-by-play, overview of the game. Not going play-by-play, folks. I'm not, not reading the play sheet possession-by-possession. Don't worry. This was an interesting one. Um, so let's start pregame where it is re- Reported it is out that Shay and Josh are both out again tonight. We got to about lunchtime whenever the Thunder, uh, well, all NBA teams have to release the uh, the the updated uh, injury report. If you don't do that, the league gets very upsetty spaghetti. Shea gets upgraded to questionable. Uh, Josh still out, non-COVID illness. Uh, my man's probably got like that gnarly stomach bug going around or the flu or something like that. Uh, I bet he's at home just chugging down the Pedialyte, combing his hair, getting ready to come back and play some some basketball. But Shea was up to, upgraded to questionable. And then as we got closer to tip-off, it is announced that Shea will be playing. Uh, so the Thunder tonight start Shea uh, Lou Dort, Aaron Wiggins, J Dub, and Alexei Pokashevsky. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers were without uh, one large Yosef Nurkic. Uh, instead, they started Drew Eubanks, uh, who's a very large individual. Uh, Portland started Eubanks, Jeremy Grant, Damian Lillard, Josh Hart, and Anthony Simons. And the start of this game. A little bit of back and forth, but the Thunder defense just was not up to the par. Excuse me, this Gatorade is not agreeing with me right now. The defense wasn't up to par. Um, Jeremy Grant was like getting layup after layup after layup. Also, shout out Jeremy Grant. Uh, I've always loved Jeremy Grant ever since he played for the Thunder. Just a really fun player. I went to the game with my parents tonight on the way home. We were just talking about the evolution of Jeremy. This is an important podcast, but I got to rant on Jeremy for a second. The evolution of Jeremy Grant, second round pick in Philly, kind of just rotting on the bench. The Thunder make a trade for him. He gets to OKC, and it's just like this wild athlete, raw basketball player. And as time went on in Oklahoma City, you could start to see the pieces get put together. Uh, he played backup center for the Thunder uh, that second year, I think. And you could really see him like running uh, screen and, and rolls as the big man where he would catch on the short roll and could really survey the floor and like dish out passes. Could really start to see the wheels turning for him, um, which is which was awesome. 
unfortunately, uh, Paul George, whenever he leaves, Jeremy Grant is kind of like a um, a casualty of that. Went to Denver just as strictly like a role player. Was good, but didn't really fit in. Went to Detroit as the man, really got to spread his wings and and expand his game. And I think now was in just a perfect role for him in Portland. He's awesome. Watching him up close tonight, it is insane how fast that guy gets off the floor like he's standing there and then he's dunked and it's like you never there's no wind up there's no like squat down to like get some power it's crazy how quick he jumps anyways it was a jeremy grant layup line early on in the game i think within the first five minutes the thunder had given up 17 points uh so not good but then the final uh what is that seven minutes of the first quarter the Thunder give up only another uh, 11 points, which is really good. Uh, to go into uh, the break after the first quarter, tied up 28-28. Um, Shea really struggled in that first quarter, but the Thunder still were, managed to put up 28 points. Uh, second quarter, the Thunder went 33-30. to I thought the bench unit played really well for OKC in that second quarter. Uh, at the end of the first, the the lineup that really got OKC going was, I believe it was Shea, Isaiah Joe, Lindy Waters, Mike Muscala, Kenrich Williams. So basically Shea and four shooters. Uh, I have a lot of thoughts about that that we probably won't dive into tonight, but I think there's a growing sample of evidence that this team putting shooters around guys like Shea and Josh maximize this team's potential. And I wonder how Sam Presti evaluates that data and then uses it to make roster construction decisions moving forward. That's a huge topic that we can talk about at a much later time. Anyways, the Thunder going to half up three. And then coming out of half, Shea still kind of cold. Um, the Thunder lose the third quarter 36 to 33. Um, big scoring quarter for Portland. I believe. Also, it was in the third quarter. It was in the third quarter. Uh, Damian Lillard breaks the Portland Trailblazers all-time scoring record. Uh, unfortunately, it was on a free throw. I thought it would be really cool if it was like a patented Dame 3 or something like that. But he breaks it on a free throw. Uh, I thought it was really cool right after that. Portland calls a timeout. Um, the Portland, Everyone on the Portland bench is clapping. Dame's parents and his wife and his children were there. Um, clapping for him. And then the Thunder up on the Jumbotron uh, make an announcement that NBA history, uh, Damian Lillard now the uh, leading scorer in Trailblazers history, and Dame got a huge standing ovation. I know a lot of Thunder fans aren't huge Dame fans uh, because of the, the wave after the big shot in game six, um, the, the rivalry between he and Russ. But if you get away from that for a minute, Damian Lillard is a guy that is fiercely loyal to a small market. Portland's not as small as OKC, but the only, well, I guess they have MLS there. Um, but besides that, the NBA is the only professional sports league in town. They have no uh, MLB, no NFL, kind of like Oklahoma City. They're, they're a smaller market. Uh, and he is a guy who has remained fiercely loyal the entire time constantly shuts down trade rumors uh, and stayed in one place. And I think Thunder fans, uh, that is something that that we can resonate with. 
with guys like Russell Westbrook, um, hopefully with guys like Shea Gilgis Alexander. So shout out to Dame. Congratulations to Dame. I'm sure he's going to listen to this and hear me congratulate him. Uh, congratulations, Dame. We go into the fourth quarter and the teams are trading threes. Surprisingly enough, uh, Anthony Simons got going. Dame got going. Uh, out of all guys, Keon Johnson got going from the same corner like three straight times. But on the other end, Isaiah Joe's hitting threes. Um, Kenrich Williams is hitting threes. Mike Muscala is freaking burying threes. Four of five. That man was white hot tonight. Uh, they're trading threes back and forth. Shea comes back in. And this game starts to get really tight. I actually have, I'm going to pull it up here on my notes. Um, during the game, I took notes of the these final few possessions from about, what was it, about a minute 20 on, I think. So I just want to go through these. Um, leading up to this, Simons had hit like some crazy big shots, like very, very impressive shots. Uh, so he, here is the breakdown. I'm going kind of long on this. So that's okay. Here's the breakdown of those final possessions. First one, uh, Simons isos on Shea Gilgis-Alexander. He goes for a step back three. Shea unfurls that crazy long arm, that that insane wingspan, uh, and tips the Simons three. Uh, It falls short. The Thunder, it triggers a Thunder fast break. I think J-Dub rebounds it, hits it up the court to Lou Dort, who attacks the basket, gets fouled. Uh, Lou goes two of two from the free throw line. Uh, That puts the Thunder up 118-117. We come back to the other end. Uh, Dame makes a layup to make it 119-118. Shea comes back down. I think he misses a shot. Ball goes out of bounds. um, And it is the the Blazers are inbounding. uh, Not underneath the basket, but on the side. And they F it up. Just completely F it up. They're trying to get the ball to Damian Lillard because they know the Thunder need a foul. Um, instead, for some reason, Anthony Simons like tips it and it goes sailing out of bounds. So Thunder ball inbounding beneath the basket. Um, they inbound to Shea, who comes... Uh, actually, they inbound to Kenrich, who does a handoff to Shea. Kenrich's man slides in front of Shea. Uh, Shea's coming like up the court, not going towards the basket. Uh, on that sideline over there. It's called a block, gets reviewed, stays a block. Uh, Shea goes to the free throw line, uh, hits two free throws. The other end, Damian Lillard isos on Lou Dort. Dort drives to the basket. Or Sorry, not Dort. Uh, Dame drives to the basket, and Lou just swallowed him up. Just used that barrel chest, had his arms out wide, swallows the Lillard drive, gets him to the hoop, Thunder defense collapse on it as Dame is in the air. He doesn't have a shot, turns around to try to find someone to pass to, but he's in midair and just kind of throws it. Uh, J-Dub gets it, dribbles it out, gets fouled, goes to the line, uh, hits the first one, misses the second. We have about six and a half seconds left at this point. Uh, The Thunder are up to 121 to 119, and I'm thinking, oh, shit. I've seen this movie before. Damian Lillard down two against the Thunder with six seconds left. The last time this happened, he waved bye to us. I don't want that to happen again. Dame, so uh, Portland inbounds the ball to Dame, uh, and Dame goes for the quick two. 
ties the game. Hits a, a really nice reverse layup. I think the Thunder were anticipating a three. I was anticipating a three. Uh, kind of overplay on that. Uh, Dame goes up and under, finishes uh, a, a reverse layup. It's 121-121, three seconds left. When the Thunder call a timeout, they inbound the ball um, on the, not the bench side, but the far side, almost at half court. And the Thunder run a set where they have, and I, I was, I talked to my dad about this a lot post game. I thought, I think this is really fascinating. They run a set where Isaiah Joe sets the screen for Shea, who's guarded by Jeremy Grant, Portland's best defender. Uh, Isaiah Joe sets the screen. That way, if Portland switches, they have to switch hard because Isaiah Joe can shoot the piss out of it. They switch it. Shea gets the ball, takes two dribbles down the baseline, pulls it back. Move as Justice Winslow uh, slips. And Hemi Carter pulls up that midi. Bang! Game time. Uh, absolutely incredible. So that's our game rundown. I know I went kind of long with that, but I thought kind of the the process down the stretch there. Um, my, my play-by-play there in that final minute and a half skips over like, about a minute before where Poku went 0 of 2 from the free throw line. The Thunder elected to go small. Lots of interesting decisions down the stretch there. Uh, All comes together, though, for a Shea game winner. Absolutely incredible. So let's get back to some of my big takeaways. My first one, Big Time Shea. I call him Big Time Shea in this one because of the old sports cliche. Big Time players make big time plays in big time games. I had tweeted, maybe Shea's worst game of the season. He just could not get anything to drop. At one point in this game, Shea was 2 of 12 from the field. Uh, Really ugly. He ends the game 10 of 24, which means after he went 2 of 12, he went 10 of 12 on the next ones. 1 of 1 from the three-point line. 14 of 14 from the free-throw line. He had two rebounds, six assists, a steal, two blocks, only two turnovers. Was actually uh, a minus one on the night, but had 35 points, none bigger than those last two. The man was struggling, found his way to get to the free throw line. I thought in the third quarter, started to find a rhythm with the little mid-range jumper. And then once it got going and he found the bottom of the net, uh, you knew he was going to cook. And that's exactly what he did. I mean, just incredible. There's some talk, like a lot of discourse on on social media tonight about Shea winning the Jerry West Award, which goes to the player who scores the most clutch points. Um, Shea, I, I, I forget. I'm not going to be able to credit them. I forget who it was. But somebody tweeted out, as far as clutch points go, Shea's already in the neighborhood of the leaders and clutch points in the last few years for an entire season. And we're like a third of the way through the season. It's just ridiculous. Um, my guy, Nick crane, the uncontested has a, has a Slack channel where we bullshit and talk and post memes. And, but sometimes we actually talk like legitimate stuff. And after tonight's game, Nick posted in there and just said, Shay is an absolute effing superstar. And it's true, dude. Like the way this kid is scoring, what he's doing, getting to the free throw line, hitting these game winners. He's got 
ice in his veins. Like he is a number one guy you build around. And it just blows my mind that this team gets to add Chet next year to this. Insane. Insane. I could talk about Shea literally for hours right now, um, but I don't want to keep you guys too long. So next one, make the free ones. I talked about Shea's free throw shooting. Uh, Let's talk about the Thunder's free throw shooting. 32 of 37. That's 86.5%. The Thunder made 32 free throws. Portland only took 21. That is massive. When we look down the list, guys who took free throws tonight, J-Dub took three, Poku took four, Shea took 14, Wiggins four, Dort took eight, seven of eight for Dort. That's uh, nice to see. He was only three of eight from the field, but seven of eight from the free throw line. Lindy took one, Eugenio Marui took three. Multiple guys getting to the free throw line. The free throw discrepancy between Shea and the rest of the team is absurd, uh, but lots of guys getting to the line tonight. Um, and that's just a sign of playing aggressive. Shooting 37 free throws means that you are incredibly aggressive going to the basket, uh, forcing contact and getting fouled. Uh, so making the free, th- like the Thunder won this game because of the free throw line. The Shea game winner, like that, you could say like, that's what won it. But what got them there was free throws. Uh, without the free throws, Portland outscores the Thunder um, by, on the, fr- the three-point line. Uh, Portland shot 43% to the Thunder's 35%. They made five more threes. There's 15 points in, in threes right there. Uh, the Thunder made 15. Is that? Yeah, exactly. 15 more free throws. So there's your difference. Portland shot more threes. The Thunder went to the basket. Even though Portland beat OKC 50% to 45.5% from the field, the free throws were the difference for OKC tonight. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, 
and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, JJ breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. My next one, everyone pitches in. If you look at this box score tonight, I love this box score. Um, Let's go down the points. Shea leads with 35. We had two guys with 13 points. Lou Dort on three of eight. J-Dub on five of 12. We had three guys with 12 points. Mike Muscala, four of five, all three pointers for 12 points. Kenrich Williams, five of seven for 12 points. Aaron Wiggins, four of nine for 12 points. We had Isaiah Joe with 11 points. Uh, Then we had Poku, eight. Omarui, six. Waters one. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys scoring double figures. You're obviously led by Shea scoring 35 and just making a living at the free throw line. But having guys score 13, 12, 13, 12, 12, 11, 8, 6, like there was very balanced scoring tonight. And you love to see that. That's what makes this team uh, click. It's Shea has said it in a post-game press conference before. He could score 50 a night, and the team would lose by 50. But getting everyone involved, getting everyone invested, especially on a night when there's no Trey Mann, there's no Josh Giddy, there's no JRE, uh, there's no Darius Baisley, uh, there's no, like, Jay Will didn't play. He's he's down in the G League. You're missing all these guys. They Everyone else really stepped up. I... I think that Memphis game where Shea sat and the team found a way to win and a lot of guys got to chip in and score, I think that is like a bit of a blessing to have Shea on the bench and have these other guys really find themselves and then Shea reintegrate into that. Uh, when you look at the field goal attempts tonight, Shea had 24, but then you have 12, 9, 9, 8, 7, 7, 5, 4, 3. Like, Shea dominated, but... Other guys got a lot of shots as well. You really like to see that balance, especially with hopefully Giddy back on Wednesday. Uh, that balance is really good. Um, my final note, Kenrich, the mechanic Williams. Kenny's been awesome, man. He came back from that knee uh, sprain or injury or whatever it was whenever Rudy Gobert tried to freaking scissor kick him. And he's just been great. Tonight, Kenny played 29 minutes. Five of seven from the field for 12 points. He was two of three from three, four rebounds, two assists, two steals. He was guarding Damian Lillard some possessions. He was guarding Jeremy Grant other possessions. Late in the fourth, they sub out Poku, and Kenny is like playing the five and guarding Drew Eubanks. He is a Swiss Army knife. Back, I forget how long ago it was, over the summer maybe, there was the the big social media trend of, is this guy a basketball player or a hooper? Kenrich Williams is just a basketball player, man. Like, he's not super flashy, 
but the Kenny Hustle nickname is there for a reason. That man just plays his ass off. He's smart. He's a Swiss Army knife that does everything. He'll defend. He'll jump on the floor. He'll handle the ball. Uh, he can play some point guard for you. He'll run a pick and roll. He'll spot up. He'll drive. He'll hit the offensive glass. He'll do what he'll draw charges, like whatever you need that man to do. He will do it. He's like, he's that quintessential, like, try hard guy on like that high school team. You know what I'm talking about? That's like just hustles all the time, always diving on the floor for loose balls. The guy clapping and cheering it. Like, Kenny is just like the the perfect role player. And he just, he kicks so much ass, man. I call him the mechanic just because he looks like he'd be a mechanic, but really like he's kind of the glue that keeps this team together. Um, I love him playing off the bench with the young guys. Kenny hustle is just effing awesome. Love that dude. He had a great night tonight. He was a plus 18 biggest plus minus uh, in the game, a plus 18 for Kenrich Williams tonight. Lindy waters, a plus 14 and 11 minutes is absurd. Uh, Isaiah Joe, a plus 17. We could talk for Isaiah for forever. That dude, he can shoot the piss out of that thing, man. But th- those are my my big takeaways, my analysis. To wrap us up, uh, Shea Goats Alexander, obviously the player of the game. I got the, the image up late on Twitter, but obviously the, the uncontested player of the game tonight. He was incredible. I have lots of comments in the chat. I told you guys I'd hit him, so I'm going to hit him. If you're still in the chat, Get your questions in now because I'm going through. Um, oh, <laughs> got a cough coming up. Carrie just shouts, Shay. Amen. Him VP finally got that buzzer beater we wanted from the other night. Just a lot of hype over Shay. Tommy says, Muscala with them daggers. Mike was incredible tonight. That was awesome. Uh, Amen brings up a very import- important point. All-star voting starts tomorrow, technically in 45 minutes from the exact recording of this podcast. Get your uh, your Shea all-star votes in. Um, He should 100% be starting in the all-star game. Carrie says, shout out to Dame once again for giving us Shea. Uh, Dame hits the dagger in game six. That offseason, Paul George wants out. The Thunder get Shea Gilders Alexander. The rest is history. Uh, Tristan, former student of mine, Tristan. What's up, my guy? Tristan graduated last year. I think Tristan, no, Tristan graduated two years ago. Time flies, man. Shout out to Tristan. He says full full circle for the Thunder franchise tonight uh, with Dame hitting the buzzer beater on, or Shea hitting the buzzer beater on Dame. Incredible. Um, Jonathan says it'll be a travesty if Shea doesn't make the All-Star game. Agree. Uh, Eamon says, with Steph out, you think Shea gets that starting spot? He definitely has a lock for reserves. My worry is the fan vote, Eamon. Uh, I don't trust fans. Uh, I don't really trust anybody voting. So um, the fans are going to vote for, I mean, shit, the fans will probably vote for Kobe or God rest his soul um, or like Russell Westbrook because he plays for the Lakers. Like fans will just, Thunder too small of a market. Um what else do we have? Tommy says that uh, J-Dub, I think he's talking about J-Dub with Williams, maybe with Kendrick. It just says William Kendrick, Ken Rich. Uh, cold-blooded has no fear. Uh, also says uh, Thunder 6-0 and with Aaron Wiggins starting. Exactly. 
Uh, what else do we have here? Eamon loved my LOL dumbass tweet because I tweeted roughest Shea game of the year. And then after the game, I had to call myself out. I had to CC old takes expose myself. Um, Jonathan says VW is a pipe dream, but can you imagine Cam Whitmore with Chet coming back plus everybody improving what this team would look like? They would be insane. There's a lot of really good guys in this draft. Uh, Thunder needs some some lottery luck because they're not going to be bottom four. I feel pretty strongly about that. Um, Eamon also mentioned Scotty Brooks back tonight. That was pretty cool to get to see him. Another one here. Sunday, you made the comp of hypothetical Robertson with less defense but more offensive for Wiggins. Then I realized during this game, they shared the same number. We're living in the year 3000, man. We're ahead of the game. Uh, what else do we have here? Shay's always clutch. Agree. Tristan says Shay all NBA even with thirty five ish wins at this pace. Um, he's got a he's got a shot to make one of the three all NBA teams. Like it would be really hard to find six guards that have been better than him. You would go Jaw. You'd go D book. Uh, Luca, if he counts as a guard, I think he should count as a forward. I don't know. That's three. I mean, Shea's in that conversation, is he not? Tommy asked the last one for the night. We get into the play-in, or are we going to sit even with this hype? I think the rest of this uh, this homestand is going to going to say a lot about this team and kind of what direction they are trending. After tonight, the Thunder are... I want to make sure I get this right. They are uh, 13 and 18 after tonight. They have the Portland Trailblazers again on Wednesday. Um, oh, Eamon brings up Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, he'll be all, all NBA as well. Uh, they have um, Portland again. Then they have New Orleans. They got like San Antonio coming up. They have Philly coming up. If they can be like one or two games, then 500. I think you might have to start thinking about is this team going to try to push for the play in? Like, I don't know. I don't know. They're fun though, man. Just enjoy the ride. Just enjoy the ride. Cause next year, this team is going to the freaking moon with Chet. I fully believe that. All right. Hey, for a really late night pod, there's a lot of people in the chat. Thank you so much for that. Tons of live viewers. That's incredible. I absolutely love it. Thank you guys so much for staying up. Hard to go to bed after a Shea game winner. We will be back with you guys again Wednesday. Let's run it back. Portland and OKC, part two, the the, the sequel. J.D. Silva will be with you guys that night. Uh, God, knock on wood. J.D. only covers losses. We need a win. J.D. will be with you. And then you guys get yours truly, myself, for the last game before Christmas, Friday the 23rd which will be against the New Orleans Pelicans. That should be a fun one. Uh, Thunder, got to hope to get some guys healthy because I don't know who's going to guard Zion. But I will be with you guys Friday. Remember, no Sunday pod this week as it will be Christmas. Uh, So enjoy the holidays with your family. Uh, And then we'll get back to it post-Christmas with more post-game pods. And then we'll be back to the Sundays. Don't forget, get on social media. Tell us your favorite uncontested moment of the year. 
whatever it is. Maybe it was just a podcast you enjoyed. Maybe it was an interview you liked. Maybe it was JD doing some stupid shit on the on the show. Maybe it was a well-timed sounder, whatever. Let us know what you enjoyed from the show this year. We're going to dig through all those. And our favorite one, we're going to get you a free uncontested shirt. Also, go check out our Cotton Bureau store. We'll be back with you guys Wednesday. Until then, as always, thunder up. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.